Big Red Bench. Saturday and Sunday from 6 p.m. Cork's Red FM. Yeah, good evening and welcome to the bench. We have got a busy, busy, action-packed show for you tonight. Reaction to come to Cork, making it through to the All-Ireland Senior Camogie Final. They came from behind to beat Waterford in the semi-final this afternoon. We'll go live to Croke Park very, very shortly. Elsewhere, we'll be previewing the Cork Camogie Intermediate Team in action tomorrow in their semi-final. The Bars, they opened their defence of their Premier Senior Football Championship last night. Reaction to that to come as well. A good hard-fought win for Cork City up in Wexford last night to stay top of the league. We'll hear from Josh Honahan, the goal scorer, and manager Colin Healy as well. And we'll also look ahead to tomorrow's big All-Ireland final. We'll hear from the Kerry camp and also the Galway camp ahead of that. Plenty more, all that and plenty more to come between now and seven here on the Big Red Bench. Jesus, a lot to get through this evening. Loads going on sports-wise and we will get through all of it between now and 7 o'clock. It's Colm O'Sullivan with you and uh, we will start by rounding up some of the weekend sport and big news in Gaelic game circles this afternoon. I suppose the biggest news in GA circles this afternoon was certainly Brian Cody stepping down and ending his 24, nearly 25-year reign as Kilkenny hurling boss. He's been hailed as the greatest manager in the history of the GAA after he stepped down this afternoon. He led Kilkenny to 11 All-Ireland titles, 18 Leinster titles, eight, uh, 10 national leagues. Phenomenal phenomenal record for Brian Cody absolutely is and of course they were defeated in last Sunday's All-Ireland Decider by Limerick and his opposing manager on the day last week was John Kiley and he's been paying tribute saying that Brian Cody leaves an absolutely incredible legacy an iconic figure you know in, in Gaelic games for the last quarter of a century in his role as manager and obviously before that as a player as well so he's had an unprecedented success unparalleled and probably not to be equal success teams that he's worked with and yeah just an incredible contribution to the game absolutely incredible contribution to the game and at times here in Cork we were not too happy with that contribution it cost us quite a few times but it is a great career uh, coming to an end managerial-wise for Brian Cody and the end of an era for Kilkenny as well. Cork are into the All-Ireland Senior Camogie Championship final. They came from behind today to beat Waterford in this afternoon's semi-final. 15 points to 10, the final score at Croke Park. Galway and Kilkenny will battle it out, or they are battling it out, to see who will join the Rebels in the decider. And we'll go to Croke Park right now and get a roundup on that game. A good win for Cork in the All-Ireland Senior Camogie semi-final Ashling O'Reilly there It's full time here in Crow Park It's Cork 15 points Waterford 10 points And it's Cork who are through To the All-Ireland Senior Camogie final Waterford led by 4 at the break Beck Curtin with a massive first half For the Dacia Scoring 3 points They got off the blocks The fastest in the second half Getting the first score Through Neve Rocket Who's been a constant danger Up front all day Cork then looked to be finding a bit of rhythm with two consecutive scores from Kleena Healy and Katrina Mackey. But Waterford answered with a score from Abby Flynn to keep their lead. You can see the presence and impact of Ashing Thompson who came off the bench, winning balls in defence, letting it inside quickly where Fiona Keating got on the end of a ball inside and got Cork seven point. It was 45 minutes gone when the Waterford crowd here started to make their voices heard. Their captain Lorraine Bray put over their 10 point to put them three points ahead. Amy O'Connor hit two frees and on the 53rd minute she levelled the game with one from play to make it 10 points apiece. The pace and power from Cork substitute Emma Murphy has been very noticeable. She straight away had a goal chance 
constantly looking like a tread and she done just that as she put Cork in the lead for the first time on the 56th minute. Saoirse McCartan has been brilliant in the second half for the Rebels. She's a down woman who transferred to Cork because she's living and working there. She scored three points here today. It's the Rebels who do go through to the All-Ireland Senior Camogie Final. It finished Cork 15 points, Waterford 10 points. Ashton O'Reilly there at Croke Park wrapping up how uh, the Camogie team got on today a good win for them beating Waterford in the semi-final they're into the All-Ireland final in football Shamrock Rovers they've gone seven points clear at the top of the SSE Airtricity League Premier Division that's after they dropped two points this afternoon to draw the United following a one-all draw and they still remain uh, quite a bit clear I think they're seven points clear still at the top of the Premier Division table Shamrock Rovers so still in a great position but obviously very busy at the moment with Champions League games and it looks like they'll be dropping to the Europa League pretty soon but uh, quite a few European games to come so a packed schedule for Shamrock Rovers at the moment in golf back-to-back bogeys have seen Darren Clark surrender the lead during this afternoon's third round at the Seniors Open the Northern Irish man has been joined at the summit by England's Paul Broadhurst Jerry Kelly and Stephen Alker as well they're all now on 8 under par at Glen Eagles and Podrick Harrington is level par after 15 today uh, to move back to 5 under par and in a tie for eighth in uh, Formula One Charles Leclerc he has qualified fastest for tomorrow's French Grand Prix the former the Ferrari driver will share the front row with championship leader Max Verstappen with Sergio Perez in third Lewis Hamilton was fourth quickest just ahead of fellow Brit Lando Norris and Mercedes teammate George Russell in sixth as well so we will, if we get a reaction, hopefully soon return to Croke Park and get a reaction to uh, Cork's big, big win in the Camogie semi-final this afternoon. But first of all, we will stick with Camogie, but another game. And it's the Cork Intermediate Camogie team. They have a big day tomorrow with Intermediate All-Ireland Championship semi-final against Derry in Nolan Park. It's a four o'clock throw-in for that game. It's part of a doubleheader involving Galway and Meath in the other last four encounter. Trevor Coleman is the Cork Intermediate Camogie manager, and he's been speaking to Jer McCarthy. No, here on the Big Red Bench, it is a, going to be a big weekend for Cork Camogie next weekend. Obviously, the Cork Seniors are in All-Ireland uh, semi-final uh, against Waterford, but as well as that, uh, on the Sunday, on the 24th of July, at 4pm in UPMC Nolan Park, Kilkenny is part of a doubleheader. The Glen Dimplex Intermediate All-Ireland semi-final sees Cork, um, uh, so, sorry, sees Meath and Galway up first in the curtain raiser, followed by Cork and Derry. And we're delighted to be joined on the line now by the Cork manager, uh, Trevor Coleman. Trevor, you're very welcome back to the bench. How are you? Yeah, absolutely great, John. Thanks for having us again. You know, all's good. Thank God. We are, we're where we want to be. Exactly. You are where you want to be. You're two steps from an All-Ireland uh, title. Uh, it's not going to be easy by any means because you face a Derry team that came through a quarter final this past weekend in Port Leash, beating Dublin 123 to 110. And as well as that, as you both, we both know, you've already made that trip up to Owen Beg back at the end of June where Derry won 116 to 37. So obviously you've had a good look at Derry. You've seen Derry. And from a manager's point of view and your management team's point of view, does the fact that Derry have won over on you, has that helped focus minds of the players? coming into this yeah I think we spoke during the weekend we were all saying we, we've played me twice we've played me twice so we were saying look Derry's probably the draw we want to get we, we also played Derry in the league in Castle Road and we beat him but again they, they had to travel down to us on the same day and play the same day so again it's hard to take that into consideration after them getting off in early eight hour journey and coming and playing the match so look we, we put all that to one side yes we played Derry up and big we did have a good look at them and we went up the night before so to be fair to the county board they put us up the night before we thought we did everything right but again the travel up there, it still it still takes a lot out of the players. Even went up the 
night before. So, again, we had two injuries going into that game. Siobhan Hutchinson and John Casey, we didn't start them because, look, we had fate in our panel. Again, so uh, we only lost by two points in the end. So, it was a good outing there. Look, they have a good two players. Our forward line is very good. Arnie McAllister, look, we'll probably take a bit of mining. He for saw Sinead Mellon, they'll all take a bit of mining. But, look, they, they'll have to worry about us as well, you know. So, again, we're looking forward to it. Preparations have gone very well. So, we, we can't complain. Yeah, your preparations, you've had plenty of time because 2nd of July was the last time we would have spoke on the parking ring pitch after your 5.21 to 2.5 defeat of Kildare. That day, you were very, very impressive in patches, in your own words. This has got to be, without sounding like a cliche, this has got to be a full 60-minute performance, Trev. Oh, it does, definitely. Look, semi-finals are definitely one drum, as we all know. Look, we, we've yet, I think, as a team, to put in a full 60 minutes. I think if we do, we, we have a right chance. But to be fair to the goals, look, and uh, and and the panel, there's goals the last couple of weeks. We've had two challenge matches last week. There's goals that haven't started after putting up their hand now. So I think the biggest point this week is going to be trying to pick the teams and the hardest time to this week. Look, we train just in the morning, I have seven to be fair, in Castle Road before the seniors. So there was a good atmosphere down there training uh, alongside the seniors. So look, all is well. We can't complain on the injuries front we've done. So we have a full panel to pick for. We're working up there. We, we have no excuses. We'll go. We'll, we'll try our best. And if our best is good enough, then hopefully we'll be in a double header with the, the seniors on the 7th of August. Yeah, that is the potential caveat for you because the All-Ireland final should Cork seniors get there and get over Waterford and ye manage to get over Derry. We'd have two Cork teams in All-Ireland finals. That would be very special but you're too, uh, shall I say, experienced and uh, involved too many years, Trevor, to know that you can't really look beyond that and you're not looking beyond that. But can I ask you the quality of Derry and the quality that they showed that day when you played them and the quality that they've showed throughout the Glen Dimplex Championship as well? Because, you know, um, from a team up north, like to win four out of five games like yourselves is no mean feat. And that includes me around the other semi-final. Yeah, no, look, to be fair, look, they're, they're, they're an excellent team, Dave. And looking at them uh, over the last few games, they seem to have got better as, as the year has gone on. You know, look, they're, like, they've softly led up there as a club who are competing in all Ireland finals uh, every year, all Ireland semi-finals at the club. So they, they, have, they have a great pick-up there. Like, the days of saying the Northern teams are, are not great anymore has gone. Look, which is great for Camogie and, and in the men's game. They, they seem to be constantly putting up to the teams down, down south down, uh, and the bigger counties in Camogie. So we can't take that for granted you know what I mean and we, and we wouldn't we, look we, we've, take, we've taken no team for granted this year we, have, we went out to see them we would respect uh, like they deserve and uh, like uh, hopefully we'll get over the line and just finally Trevor from your own point of view it's been a fantastic run to this point of the season for you and your management team your team has been apart from that one blip up in Derry you've been consistent and you've been scoring consistently is it just a case of keeping that going now in the lead into the match itself this week I, I think so, definitely. Look, I, we're trying to keep the goals taken over. Like, we, we probably didn't play well against Mead in the league and we took bad games in a row. So we reviewed that. We, like, we would have to release them back to their club. So they just looked a bit tired. So this week, no, and the last week is a clear run for Cork. None of them have gone back to their club. So hopefully they'll, they'll be fit and ready. And hopefully this week we'll, we'll get no injuries either. And we'll go into the game. Look, we'll go into the game of confidence. But again, look, semi finals are definitely won. We, we'll have to be at our best to beat Delhi, which I think the goals it's in them you know I think it's definitely in them but again we have to go perform at the occasion Lowland Park to be fair to the Camogie it's, it's a great venue so we, we'll have to be at our best and hopefully the goals I thought in uh, yesterday to enjoy this week semi-finals of all Orleans don't come, don't come along that often so they, they need to embrace it and enjoy it as well you know it's all, it's all, all pressure 
Exactly, indeed they do. On Sunday, the 24th of July at 4pm as part of a double header of the Glen Dimplex All-Ireland Intermediate Camogie Championship semi-finals. First up at 2 o'clock is Galway versus Mead and then that's followed by Cork versus Derry at 4 as I said, UPMC, Nolan Park and Kilkenny. From everybody here on the bench, uh, Trevor Coleman, the very best of luck to you, your management team and your players. Thanks a million, and hopefully we'll be talking again prepared for the all the final. Hopefully that is Ger McCarthy talking to the Cork Intermediate Camogie Manager Trevor Coleman as Ger was saying there big day tomorrow for them Intermediate All-Ireland Hurling Championship semi-final against Derry Nolan Park 4 o'clock throw in for that one and obviously as we mentioned the All-Ireland Senior Camogie team Cork into the All-Ireland final again after a good win this afternoon uh, beating Waterford in the semi-final at Croke Park by a scoreline of 15 points to 10 so a great win there for the Rebels. Now we'll stick with Gaelic Games for just another little bit and St. Finbars the Bars they opened their defence of their Bond Secures Premier Senior Football Championship title with a win last night. The Toker side defeated Era Og in Porky Ring on a scoreline of 112 to 9 points and afterwards Andrew Horgan was speaking to Bars boss Paul O'Keefe. Yeah look um you know, look, getting over the first game is always a, a, a big thing, and especially when you're playing, say, like the number two seed in the group. Um, and even like after last year, look, we were expecting a massive challenge, you know. And I think, look, I suppose last year we kind of got ambushed in the first 15-20 minutes, and you know we spoke a lot about that before the game. So it didn't happen this year, you know. Look, I think we kind of we got to the, got to grips with the game early enough. Um, and just kind of drove on and controlled the game, which is kind of what we spoke about before the game, just being able to control the game, you know, and not, not to go to sleep, which was our, our trademark last year. We seem to have got that one out of our system for once anyway, you know, so less heartache tonight, so uh, so really pleased overall. 1-4 without reply, well, 1-4 in the space of 10 minutes, Ian Maguire's goal, unusual for him, it must be said. Yeah. That gave you the cushion, they, they never looked like coming back after that. Yeah, look, that was a man, you can see that was a massive body blow for them, because look, they, they had had a few chances kind of in the first the first quarter and kind of didn't convert them. Uh, and it was just, look, it was just route one. Uh, John kicked it wide, Ags just took off and uh, just buried it, you know. Uh, and you can see that kind of sucked a bit of the life out of them. And then we, we, I think in the last quarter, I think we, I think it was 1-5 to a point. Um, you know, so look, that, that really, you know, that, that put us in a commanding position at half time and you knew coming out into the second half then all you needed was a few scores just to kind of you know seal the deal and uh, you know like we spoke at half time uh, in a kind of a forceful way in terms of keeping our concentration uh, and to be fair look the lads did and look we pegged on a few scores and just made it really comfortable you know so uh, really happy overall you know look it's really encouraging to see the, the younger players beginning to come through um, you know there's a lot there's a lot of talent at minor and, and look there's a lot of other fellas that have only come back after leaving certain stuff you know that'll offer you know a bit of strength even to the intermediate team and that you know so look that's look, the name of the game is to bring players to and you know look, it gives us a kind of greater uh, depth of the panel again this year you know which is kind of you know you always you're going to need that kind of 2025 you know and especially especially tonight like with Stephen being out like it's even it's even kind of a bigger bonus for us look to you know to say look that we can win without Stephen as well you know not that you'll be leaving him on the bench anytime soon like but um, you know so look overall again look it's just uh, that's another bonus 
That is Bars boss Paul O'Keefe speaking to Andrew Horgan after the Bars opening the fence of their bronze secure Premier Senior Football Championship title with a win last night defeating Air Og and Parky Ring 112 to 9 points. Now we're going to turn our attentions to Cork City and the League of Ireland and a good win for Cork City last night. A, a tough game, a hard fought win for City up in Wexford and they stay top of the table. They're in a good position uh, but it's neck and neck with Galway. Cork City just a point ahead of Galway at the top of the first division table uh, City do have a game in hand that is the important thing there but you know it's neck and neck so there's no margin for error there's no room for either side to drop points it looked for a while last night I was watching the Cork City game and City were winning now they were hanging on against Wexford for a little while but they got the win and we heard news in the 88th minute that Galway had conceded an equaliser in Athlone. So you're thinking, Galway are going to drop points here, City are going to get three points, and you are thinking, fantastic, City are going to extend the lead, but unfortunately Galway got two more goals in injury time and won the game 3-1, but Cork City won nonetheless, and it stays as it was, with Cork City a point ahead of Galway at the top of the League of Ireland First Division table, and City, as I said, have that game in hand. Waterford were beaten by Longford last night, so that means now they're 12 points behind City. You'd probably think they're probably out of the running at this stage and it is probably between Cork City and Galway for that top spot but uh, Cork City took the lead early on in the game last night Josh Honahan popping up with the header um, early in the first half and giving City the lead and it was a real battle Wexford really put it up to City for the rest of the game and I'm delighted now that Josh Honahan the goal scorer from last night joins us and Josh as I said a good win a hard fought win and from your perspective obviously delighted to get the three points but delighted as well to get a goal I'd imagine yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good results now, to be fair. Um, obviously, you know, happy, happy to get in the score sheets, to be fair. But um, obviously, look, the most important thing is the three points, and we got that last night, so we're all happy, you know. So now next week, we focus now on next week, and that's the most important thing. You got the goal early, and you might have thought you'd have kicked on and maybe got another few, but Wexford made it very difficult for you. It was a, a tough game up there last night, and I mean, it, 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 was, it was neck and neck for a lot of the game, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was, it was very close, you know. Look, they're they're definitely one of the better teams in the league. You know, they, they have some good players. They keep the ball well. Um, you know, it was close. It was close throughout. But look, I thought we defended well. We uh, we had some more chances to score. Maybe might be one or two more goals. But look, three points is three points, and we were happy after it. And they've actually made it difficult for you all season, Wexford. As you said, they're, they're a good side. They're, they're still down in sixth or seventh in the league, but they're, they're a good side. They'll probably push for the playoffs, you'd imagine. Um, you had a similar game up there earlier in the season. Obviously, you weren't involved in that one, but it, it was a hard-fought 1-0 as well. And then, then they got a draw down in Turners Cross. Yeah, yeah. They, they make it difficult. You know, like I said, they're a good team. I remember, I think we only beat them 1-0 up there last time. And Murph scored the header, so... Yeah, no, they're a good team. Um, obviously, when this came to Turners Cross, it was one all. You know, that was a difficult game, you know. But um, yeah, it was. To be fair, we did well last night. We wanted to get three points up there, and we came away with three points. So yeah, it was all good. And that's kind of all that matters at this stage of the season, isn't it? When it's when it's so tight between two teams at the top of the table, and you're looking at it, and both teams keep winning, you can't afford to drop any points, and it doesn't really matter uh, what what kind of result it is, as long as it's the three points, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. Look, obviously, look, it probably wasn't the prettiest game of football. We probably didn't play our best in terms of keeping the ball. But like you said, like three, it's, it's just all about three points. You know, it was, it was a big three points. You know, we knew that they were good. So, you know, we got the three points. Um, and like you said, it's all about picking up points towards the end of the year. 
you know, obviously Galway are doing well, you know, Waterford are up there, but we're just, we're really just focused on ourselves. We just focus on the next game. We focus on how we perform and that's the way that we're working at the moment. Absolutely. And you probably weren't aware of it at the time, but uh, it looked like possibly if you got the win last night, you'd have extended the lead at the top towards the end of the game because Athlone equalised um, against Galway in the like 88th minute. And then we were all kind of thinking, oh, this this would be brilliant. Like, I mean, the, the lead will be extended. Um, yeah, yeah. A Cork City win here. And then Galway went on and got two late goals. But I mean, that just shows how close it is, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I think I heard that all right on the bus on the way home. I think one of the lads was saying it, you know. But it, I think it just shows as well, to be fair, that kind of any team in the league can take points off any team in the league. You know, obviously, at Lone are down around the bottom, Galway are flying. But, you know, they could, they could have easily gotten a draw there last night. But, like I said, we're just, we're solely focused on ourselves. We just, we wanted three points. We, we didn't, we weren't looking into how Waterford or, Galway or Langford or Cove or anywhere how they got on we were just focused on ourselves and getting the three points Just from your own perspective Josh how are you enjoying being back in the team I mean you were out for a while with injury but you're, you're back in now and obviously got the goal last night it must be brilliant to be back in Yeah yeah it's good I'm enjoying it you know obviously uh, I, I just want to play as much games as I can and contribute to the team you know and hopefully I'll be able to play as much games as I can before the end of the year and like I said you know keep a couple of clean sheets before the end of the year maybe get one or two more goals before the end of the year and I'll be happy then and the running now there's like 10 games left it's going to be a real real battle as we said no team can afford to drop points it's going to be a real proper title race isn't it yeah it's, it's, it's looking that way you know yeah, like you said I think it's, you know, there's still a couple of games to go you know but we're just literally focused on ourselves we think that if we go out and perform the way that we can perform every week we we think we'll be up there towards the end of the season, and you know, that was probably, that was our goal towards the end of the year. And um, you know, but they're not handing out the medals yet. You know, they, they don't hand out the medals until the end of the year. So the most important thing is being on, you know, up there at the end of the year. And it's a break from league action next week. It's the FAI Cup down in Cove, uh, local derby against Cove in the cup. I mean. Cove got a win last night actually they got a good win so they might be just starting to put together a little run of form after a particularly bad spell for them um, obviously the league is the priority to get promoted this year but it'd be lovely to have a cup run as well wouldn't it I mean Cork City have done so well in the FBI Cup um, in, in previous years I mean winning it um, in 2016-2017 doing the double and it'd be lovely to maybe not quite make a final but to get through a few rounds in the cup anyway Yeah look we, we go out wanting to win every game you know whether it's whatever competition it is, we, we want to win it. We want to be competitive. You know, like you said, we would like to go far in the cup and you, you just never know, especially with the cup, you know, obviously going to Cove now next week. Look, they're a tough side. They obviously change the manager and, you know, they're, they're a good side and they always make it difficult for us. You know, we only played them there a couple of weeks ago. It was, it was a tight game. So, you know, we have to go up there. We have to go up and perform. Put a good performance next week and hopefully get the results. Nice one, Josh. All right, listen, thanks for chatting to us and well done on the goal last night as well. 
Perfect. Cheers. Thanks very much. No worries. Uh, Josh Honahan, the goal scorer for Cork City last night, getting the only goal of the game in Cork City's 1-0 win over Wexford, up in Wexford to keep City top of the table, as we said. Uh, just a point ahead of Galway with a game in hand as well. And uh, we'll get the reaction now as well of Cork City boss Colin Healy. Uh, see what he thought of the game last night. And Oshin Langan was up at the game last night and he was chatting to Healy after. Cork City manager Colin Healy uh, about to hop on the bus with three points. Is it fair to say it's a good result, but it wasn't necessarily the greatest performance? Um, I thought we um, defended very well. Um, it's a tough place to go. Listen, they're a very good side. Um, um, so it, it was difficult. Um, but I, then again, I thought defensively we were very, very good. We could have been better on the ball. And we went um, we went a small bit direct, but sometimes that happens. And the most important thing in first team football is getting three points. And that's what we did. We came up here, we knew it was going to be a difficult game. We got three points and it's a, it's a great victory for us. How much of it? How much of a boost is it when you come to a tough place like this and a team who are in form and come away with a result? It's great, as you said. Listen, we're challenged. We're challenged for the for, for the league, you know. And obviously, we got we got Galway behind us. Um, but it's it, it is it's a tough place to go. And it's even, I keep saying it when I come up here as a player. It's it's always a tough place. And um, we're delighted. We defended very very well. Um, dealing with obviously crosses coming into the box and obviously um, throws coming into the box. And we did very very well. We seen out the game. I heard you talking on that the LOI Central podcast with Dan and Johnny a couple of weeks ago and you talked about how you had to evolve the team a little bit when you started you played a certain way and then you realised you know what we need to mix it up did we see that tonight did we see the kind of the marriage of the two styles yeah, listen, we'd, we'd like to we'd like to play better if I'm honest do you know we'd like to we'd like to keep the ball a bit, a bit better but sometimes it doesn't doesn't happen that way and just sometimes it's just we got to make sure that you know the most important thing is you, you, you keep a clean sheet listen we got a great goal from uh, Josh Owen in um, um, but it, it is it's it's most important thing I keep saying is, is three points and it's uh, I thought the players were fantastic tonight maybe for us it wasn't we didn't play great football but we came up here to get three points and we got that Josh got his first goal of the season his first goal for the club that's a big boost for him isn't it it is and uh, he's been fantastic he's been fantastic uh, since he's got into the team he, he had to wait a while he had to wait a while but since he's come in he's um, he's getting better and better um, every game and uh, he took his goal uh, great tonight he did there was a, a bit of a coming together at the end I didn't see what happened he was on the far side do you have any insight into that anything you can tell us just a few different arguments and just people, a few pushing people. It happens, it happens, but sure, listen, um, nothing else came of it, so it's, um, yeah, it could have been, it's, it's not what you want to see, but sometimes this happens in football, but it's, um, it, it is what it is. And just before I let you go, it's the Cup now, and Cove Ramblers away next Sunday, a local derby and a Cove team who got their first win under Shane Keegan tonight. That's going to be a great occasion, isn't it? Yeah, it always is. It always is, and it's always difficult down 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 in Coleman's Park. Um, it's always difficult games, and obviously with the cup game and on a Sunday at four o'clock, uh, I would imagine that there'll be a, there'll be a big turnout and good atmosphere, and probably one that we'll, we'll be looking forward to. But it is. It's um it's always a tough game against Cove, no matter no matter no matter what level you play them at. Cheers, Colin. No problem. Thanks. Colin Healy, Cork City manager, chatting to Oshin Langan last night at Ferry Carrick Park in Wexford after Cork City's 1-0 win over Wexford, staying top of the table, as we said. Now, Douglas Hall in action tomorrow in the FEI Intermediate Women's Cup Final. They come up against uh, Whitehall in Turners Cross tomorrow afternoon, and Aidan has been speaking to Douglas Hall manager, Adam Cambridge, ahead of the decider. All right, Douglas Hall, women's manager Adam Cambridge is on the line. Adam, a big day Sunday, FAI Intermediate Cup final. You must be very excited. Yeah, a massive day for the girls. Um, I think we're we're all excited. Um, energy levels are good. 
attitudes are right. Um, there's a good buzz with, with the training session on Wednesday, um, and there was a really good buzz coming away from the session and during the session. I think we're we're definitely focused um, and we're prepared and, and and as ready as we can be, I suppose. Tell us, I suppose, about the run to the final and um, the most pleasing aspects about the cup campaign so far. Yeah, um, I suppose we had a good run. Um, uh, we st- obviously we started off locally against uh, some of the, co- the Cork teams. We played Cargilline, Riverstone, um, and Wilton. Um, so we, I can't say we had an easy, <laughs> an easy route. Um, we had Killing All came down then. A very tough game against uh, against them. Um, won all, went to penalties. Uh, we won that game on penalties, and then we had Bonaghy in the semi final. Um, that finished four one. We played we played some fantastic football on the day. Um, so we kind of we 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 didn't have the easiest run, but we did, I think we might have got lucky. We were missing a couple of the the Dublin teams, but um, wasn't an easy run. But we we played well in the in the games um, so far. So. Uh, hopefully we can kind of continue that now on Sunday exactly yeah I suppose you've won title in the bag already in the, the CWSSL uh, how important is it to have that experience of winning trophies oh massive um, you know we, we definitely have some experienced players who've played in the Intermediate Cup before um, and have played in the domestic cups uh, I, I mean domestic in Cork you know um, and we have we have players on the team who have one titles or one cups, um, so that definitely goes a long way towards uh, towards having that kind of, I suppose, uh, clinicalness when it comes to it. Um, but to be able to win the league, I think it's Douglas Hall's Douglas Hall ladies' first time winning the league um, ever. So a massive achievement, and we're still kind of riding high from from that, and and um, and and hoping to kind of keep that buzz and keep that energy, the same energy we have uh, or we have had all season, you know. Yeah, you face Whitehall of, of Dublin, um, uh, as you said there. Of course, it's always going to be tough when you when you do face the teams from Dublin, and uh, it's going to be no different uh, on a, on a big occasion. Yeah, of course. Uh, I suppose uh, uh, traditionally Dublin have always been the they've always had the teams to beat. You know, um, the, you, uh, no matter what what it is or what age group, what division, um, they're always strong. Um, but I think over the last few years, Cork, have, Cork, the quality in Cork has been coming up and up and up. Um, and you definitely see it this year. You know, we played against we Douglas Hall. We played against a lot of uh, strong teams in Cork um, and um, Donegal and Tip. And I think we've we've kind of shown that we're capable of playing anyone. We're capable of beating anyone as well. You know, Aidan, where we'll uh, we'll put our best foot forward. We're organised. We have some fantastic players on the team. Um, they're all hungry for it. They all want. To win the cup, um, to win the intermediate cup, would be to go along with the league would be. I, I don't know. Would, would probably be the Matt the biggest achievement that some of these girls will will, will get to. You know, um, so we we need to just kind of grab it uh, with both hands and kind of take it away with us. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Um, I suppose as well, like playing in Turner's Cross, it's always a privilege, uh, and uh, that, that that must add, I suppose, uh, even a bit more kind of something special to to the final. Even though uh, <laughs> final itself, it can't get more special. But the fact that it, it is on a Turner's Cross uh, must be must be very exciting for the girls. Yeah, uh, I think it'll be some of the girls' first time playing in the cross. Um, it'll be my my first time managing in the cross, so it's uh, it's a great opportunity. Um, 
I was watching the the Cork City lads there and the Cork City girls. The the, the pitch is looking is looking in good condition. It's being kept well. You know they've had the improvements to the stadium, so we're we're kind of all looking forward to it. Nerves having I don't know has nerves set in yet. Maybe for some of the girls, but um, I think it's more excitement than anything else. And the, the opportunity to get to go to a stadium and play in a stadium um, is a massive opportunity. You know, so um, yeah, no, definitely there's it, it, there's a great excitement there. You know. Absolutely. Well, Adam, we wish you the very best of luck and uh, I'm sure Sunday it's, it's a huge day for the club and uh, hopefully hopefully you hit the pitch that, that you want to that you want to hit and you give it your best shot. So uh, the very best of luck from everyone here in the Big Red Bench. Yeah, I appreciate that. And um, look, appreciate all the support as well and the supporters coming out to, to the games so far. So hopefully we can get more out there now on Sunday um, and the girls, will, uh, the girls will appreciate it um, and they deserve the support as well because they've been, they've been great all season so um, anyone who can get out should get out on, on Sunday at 2 o'clock Absolutely excellent stuff Adam thanks a million Thanks a million Aidan all the best That is Adam Cambridge the Douglas Hall women's manager speaking ahead of the FEI Intermediate Women's Cup Final Douglas Hall taking on Whitehall in Turner's Cross tomorrow afternoon so we wish them all the best in that Uh, best of luck to Douglas Hall hopefully the Cork team can get the victory now speaking of Cork teams getting victories a good victory for Cork Camogie in the semi-final up in Dublin in Crow Park this afternoon we heard the full-time report earlier from Ashling O'Reilly and we'll get a reaction very shortly from the Cork camp coming up next The Big Red Bench Saturday and Sunday from 6pm The Big Red Bench Podcast at redfm.ie The Big Red Bench yeah, welcome back to the bench. It's Colm O'Sullivan with you until 7 o'clock this evening on a busy, busy evening of sport. And we are going to return now to Croke Park because, as we mentioned earlier, a good, good victory for the Cork Camogie team today in Croke Park in the All-Ireland semi-final. Cork uh, had a good win, 15 points to 10. They had to do it the hard way. They came from behind to beat Waterford 15-10 in Croke Park in the semi-final this afternoon. And we'll get reaction now. We'll go to Croke Park and Ashling O'Reilly is there. And Ashling O'Reilly is in speaking to the Cork Camogie manager Matthew Toomey after his side booked their place in the All-Ireland final this afternoon. Matthew, congratulations through to an All-Ireland final. You must be delighted. Delighted, relieved, I suppose there's every kind of factor in it. Yeah, like um, a, a massive credit to Waterford. They, they, you know, they blitzed us in the first half and we, we had no answer from out in the field. You know, we're very lucky, I suppose, we went down five points to start the second half and to turn around with a five-point win. I suppose I, I keep repeating myself. It's massive character in the teams. You know, we've we've done an awful lot to work on that from from last year and from the the league final this year. We just really want to work on how we finish the game. Our, our fitness is up to it, and just the character, the way they settle themselves and, and, and pull away was was very very pleasing. But you know, you'd have to have a level of sympathy for Waterford as well. They're, they they really put it up to us. Yeah, they looked the stronger team in the first half. There were four points up at half time. What was going through your head then? Worry, to be honest with you. We look all our our standards were very, very poor. We we've a lot of um, targets we needed to reach at half time and we were below par and everything and it was it was very worrying. Um I think when Ashley came on just before half time we settled a bit, um just our physicality around the place and her just the, the calm hidden her. Um but uh, yeah, we were worried. I've been no two ways about it. Yeah, they definitely took their chances and they scored a really some impressive scores as well. But when Ashton came on, I think it was 22 minutes gone, she sat sort of deep. She did the hard work and sort of got the ball out the field and it, things started to click a little bit then. It, it definitely did. Like even I think her first possession, she gave a ball to Katrina Mackey. We got a point with it and it was like it was her first score after you know, 20 something minutes. It's, it's ridiculous. But just her presence alone, it, she, she did one turnover, I think it was about the 40, 40 first minute. Um, it was a massive turnover. We got a score off it and it really, really kind of gelled us to, to drive on. But Look, 
we, 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 we're going to face one of the two Galacticos, but that performance won't be good enough. And it's, it's, it's luck, it's, it's, it's a good way to go away, do you know? For the next two weeks, something similar happened to Galway last year when the Tipperary should have beaten them here as well. So, you know, we just go away now and, and, and reevaluate everything for the next two weeks. And how was the run up to the game? Obviously, you thought you didn't have Ashley Thompson because she had picked up a red card. She had a two match um, suspension. And then you heard, was it this morning that she would be available yeah, we, to play? We got a, a phone call yesterday morning, and followed by emails and all that, that there was going to be an appeal hearing this morning, Hapison in Crow Park. Um, what we decided to do is just not, we, no one knew about it, we didn't tell the rest of the management, we didn't tell the players, we just said, look, leave that happen itself because we got sucked into it last year with Orla Cronin and um, it kind of, you know, took over everything and we just told the players when we heard that uh, the appeal was after being successful, we told the players on the train, when we were just getting off the train, that's, that's when they found out about it. We didn't want to make a distraction, like, we, we trained for the last two weeks as if we were going to be without her, you know, but um, look, thankfully, she got us out in the field anyway. Did you get the call this morning then? Yeah, on the train. She just rang me. Yeah, it was fair, kind of fair relief. But I, I was after speaking to her last night. Um, you know, you've been able to play well for her. I just didn't think it was. She was in. No, I didn't think it was possible. She came into the. We were we heard her team meeting, and she wasn't. You know, she looked very shook and all that. And I just no, no way. Yeah, it, I thought it was strange that it was so late in the day to be to be letting her know, to be letting the team know for for both teams really, because in one aspect it gives a boost to you and Waterford hear this news as they're coming out for Ashling herself for welfare, the whole lot as you said. It's it's strange to get it so late. I would have thought absolutely. Like, like she had to get up at six o'clock this morning. Like she didn't, didn't know if she was playing or not playing. Was it going to be successful or not successful? And, and, and if we if we were to win today, would she even be able to all Ireland? So. She had every kind of emotion in her head this morning and to, and to come out and do a performance like that. Like, it's massive credit for her, like, massive credit for her, but uh, relief as well. But it's, look, I don't get involved in them kind of things because, of, you know, I, I, like, I wouldn't do them jobs that they do, but, you know, it's, it's just strange that I had to go so late, but, look, it worked in our favour at the end. And you found your rhythm then in the second half. Saoirse McCartan, I thought she was great. She's a down woman that yeah. you've, you've managed to, to rein in. Yeah. yeah, that was a good one to get her. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a very lucky one, all right. But she's super, super, like, you know, she's been plagued with injuries all year. Like, and I think this is her first run of kind of a couple of weeks that she's actually trained with us. You know, she's, she did all the pre-season and then broke her leg before the, the league final or broke a bone or foot or something. Um, but, yeah, super player, you know, and she, she's physical and she's great. Like, even the free she struck there at the end was massive, like, you know, but... Yeah, we'll we need everyone like that now in the, in the final. Yeah, the bench as a whole, I thought, made a really big impact. Yeah, yeah Emma Murphy came on there now. She, yeah, she was yeah. excellent. She got a great score and she had two shots at the goal. Yeah. She missed the goal in the league final. I'm convinced she's holding it for the big day now. Please God, if she comes <laughs> on and gets a goal, but that's another day's worry. Yeah, her pace when she lets go up that sideline, there's no stopping her. No, she's electric. No, no, no. No, she's a great, great, great player, great kid. Like you know, and you know, there's other players there, and we, we've, we've unfortunately had to extend the panel that they were up in the, the, the stand. They're all mass, massive because the, the games we were having during the week were just huge. Like they were fierce, competitive, and fierce um, value for us now. But uh, look, we just have to look at ourselves. Really, really have a look. Why did we start so slow? Why we were sluggish? Why you know, do we leave a team like that into a game which we can't afford to do? So we just have to go away and evaluate everything. We won't be caught up any hype. We have to be there last year as well, so there'll be no hype about it. We just go in, do our job, and get ready for the final. And it's yourself and Davy Fitz along the sideline. How's that partnership? Ah, sure, like Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, um, I know. Sure, he's brilliant. Um, he's after bringing first multi experience. Like, and you know, I know, I know people kind of see two percent of Davy, like, but he was actually level-headed there, making calls. We were just chatting on the sideline, trying to make switches, get players into the game, and. He's excellent, you know, and the girls have really responded to him, you know, so we're very lucky. Brilliant, Matthew. Thank you and congratulations. Thanks, Thanks, Thanks a lot. Much. Thank you.
Alright, that is Cork Camogie manager Matthew Toomey speaking to Ashley O'Reilly after they booked their place in the All-Ireland final with that great win over Waterford this afternoon up in Croke Park. Ashling has also been speaking to Cork Camogie's Amy O'Connor about today's game as well. Congratulations through to an All-Ireland senior Camogie final. How does it feel? Yeah, we're delighted. Obviously we made a bit of hard work of it, but I suppose semi-finals are for winning. They're never really that pretty, so um, no, we're just delighted to get over the line. And what was going through your head in the first half? Um, it took you a while to get going. I think it was maybe 20 minutes gone before you actually got your first score. Yeah, I think it was well over 20 minutes before we got our first score, but um, we never panicked. And I think that's something that we've always been like for the last, I suppose, since I've been involved, like the last 10 years, we don't really panic. And we knew we'd come good in the end and we just kept chipping away, chipping away. And when you do the basics and the simple things right, then it will eventually come for you. Um, so I suppose we just kind of, while we weren't kind of, you know putting the ball over there or whatever we all kind of stuck to a process you know the most important thing is to work hard and we kind of kept ticking away at it like that yeah Waterford had dropped players back so I'm sure that was hard for you up front you were seeing players probably in front of you as the ball was coming in and it's difficult then to be able to win your own ball when there's someone in front of you maybe behind you and then to, to take them on and get your scores yeah it's very difficult when you play against teams like that you know I think Waterford plays two sweepers um, and when you're inside in the full forward line sometimes that can be really really kind of I suppose annoying and frustrating you know you don't get the ball as much and then I suppose when your defence looks up it's difficult for them to pass you the ball as well because there's just that wall um, but fair play to Waterford they were, they were very good you know they had a plan and they stuck to that plan um, but eventually when you start getting on top of a team they have no other choice but to push out and then that leaves that space in behind um, but yeah sometimes it can be a bit frustrating but the most important thing is like we won and you know we kind of stuck to it we kind of probably changed our shape ever so slightly in the second half that really helped um, but yeah I thought Ashling Thompson coming off the bench as well offered you a lot she sort of sat deep she won the ball and sort of laid it out to you and you started to generate some momentum then and you got a few scores on the board. Yeah, Ashling's brilliant, you know, um, she's one of our leaders, um, kind of these days don't phase her at all, she's happy to get on the ball, whatever, you know, um, she's very good on the ball, very comfortable on the ball and she has always, for as long as I've been involved, kind of driven the team on. So um, we probably needed her when she came on um, and I thought she was excellent when she did come on. And you and yourself, five points today, not too bad? Yeah, um, I suppose, look, I, I don't really care as long as we're in an All-Ireland final, uh, semi-finals are for one in and you know, I've played, in, um, I've been lucky enough to play in a few of them and you know, they're never really that pretty, so the most important thing is to get over the line um, and thankfully we'll have a good two weeks and I have to look forward to and put the heads down to, to hopefully go on and win the All-Ireland. And what's it been like this year? You have new management in and Davy Fitz as well has joined yeah. the backroom team. What's he been like? Yeah, totally different to what we've always kind of had. Um, the thing I love the most about David Fitz is he treats us as if he, would, if he was coaching a men's team. So there's no kind of anything, nothing is taken easy on us just because we're women or whatever. Um, he's, you know, a great person to be around. And another thing I love the most about him is that like the person comes first, the hurling comes second. Um, so, you know, I've really enjoyed working with him this year and, you know, he's been brilliant to us all year. So we've really enjoyed working with him. And as I said, it's very different to what we've always had. And, you know, I loved the last 10 years of Potty Murray and I'm loving this now as well so hopefully we can drive it on. And when you say the person comes first yeah. is this sort of chats he pulls you aside that sort of thing? Yeah he's very good man, manage, man management uh, you know like he talked to every single player before training he knows what's going on with every single player every single player's life um, and he makes an effort to do that you know and um, he can kind of sense when something is wrong or something's not going well or you know something's happening off the pitch and he kind of pulls you aside and kind of you know challenges it then as well like you know it's, kind of he's challenged me in different ways this year that I've never been challenged before and you know he kind of knows how to push your buttons and stuff so I'm really enjoying working with him.
Great. I know you're going to face either Galway or or Kilkenny in the final. You're going to go out now and have a look at the game? Yeah, definitely. We'll go out. Um, I suppose, look, two top teams, probably six to one half dozen the other, really, you know, two teams as equally as good as each other. Um, so it'll be a really good game out there. I'm not sure what way it's going to go. Um, but yeah, we look forward to it. And I suppose look, for, the, for the final, we'll just look look after ourselves, worry about ourselves. We won't focus too much on the opposition. Obviously, we'll kind of come up with some sort of plan on how we can beat them, but we'll be focusing primarily on ourselves. That is Cork's Amy O'Connor after Cork Camogie having a good win today over Waterford in the semi-final at Croke Park and they are now back in another All-Ireland final so well done to everybody involved in that this afternoon a great victory and hopefully Cork can go on now to win the All-Ireland title again in the final in Croke Park Now we're going to turn our attentions to uh, other matters in Croke Park and Aidan was down in Killarney for the Kerry GAA press day during the week ahead of the All-Ireland final he's been speaking to players and managers management and um, you heard Jack O'Connor last Sunday on the Big Red Bench and let's hear now from Kerry centre-back Tyg Morley ahead of the All-Ireland Football Final. Just first of all I suppose uh, before we, we get into this, the last couple of weeks and then the match the next day, can you remember your, your first experience of an All-Ireland Final as, as a supporter I suppose? Yeah, um, I was up at the um, All-Ireland Final in 2000 actually against Galway. <laughs> Uh, funnily enough um, it's actually a funny enough one I'd say we only had there's four of us in the family mom, dad myself my brother John I'd say we only had three tickets but dad kind of slung us away in like I don't know he kind of scooted me in I was a bit small at the time uh, we were right below behind the goal in the canal in there was a nice picture of us at home actually added I had like a paper cut out of um, Sam McGuire uh, I think it was Up the Kingdom was written on it but um yeah that's my most earliest memory I think it might have been the first day I'd say and I went to replay I don't think we went to the second game I'd say Dad just went up himself but uh, I was there for the first game alright it was great it's just as a kid going into Crow Park like and when you go through the the tunnel thing and you're out onto the steps like and you see it all around you it's a bit overwhelming as a child like it's huge but um, yeah it's it's just I always wanted to be back there after then like we were Dad kind of was a huge carry supporter so we went to loads of games from then on really I suppose then obviously like it's a dream come true to be walking out there as a player then in the final day yeah 100% um, like every child in Kerry kind of dreams of that um, I've been lucky to I suppose to get the experience of it in 2019 um, and played a lot of big games before and after that in Crow Park as well so it's um, it's good to have that experience of those big days, uh, have having had them before, and nothing kind of phases you then kind of on the on the big day. So, um, yeah, so really looking forward to, to getting out there on Sunday. Now, can't wait for the match to start. It's been a big year for yourself, I suppose. Like you've become a bit of a, a general in in the defence. Um, how much of that is is coming down to, to structure, and I suppose you yourself just knowing exactly where you should be and what you should be doing in every situation. Yeah, look, I suppose I've um, probably comes a little bit um, from chat I had early in the year with Jack uh, when he came in as manager. Kind of met him for a coffee and had a good chat with him. And could tell from the from the chat we were having that he was kind of thinking of me out around the half back line, which is probably more, my more natural position. And we kind of had a good discussion, and I kind of asked him what what was he looking for in a, a half back or a centre back, and I kind of tried to try to do that then in training and matches and Paddy Tally has been a good um, good what would you say teacher there in in, yeah. in me at centre back there and I suppose I'm a good communicator which kind of helps a lot um, 
in that in that respect and I'd be a decent reader of the game but um, it's uh, it's not an easy position to play by any means but um, I'm really enjoying it for sure yeah. I suppose last Sunday must have been an exhausting game in many ways obviously like with the heat and everything but like the baggage from as you said 19 and everything involved in getting over the dubs like you know, was, how much I suppose was it just relief at the end of that game um, yeah certainly there was a little bit of relief there um, to get over the line there they're a serious team the dubs are a serious outfit and they have a lot of kind of they have a lot of low, know how to get over a tight game and we've been on the wrong side of that too many times now so it's great to get to get over them um, there was a lot of a lot of hurt there for sure um, but like we had to park it straight away and had to concentrate straight away on Galway afterwards and that's what we've done so we've kind of parked the, the Dublin game now we've parked Shawnee's free and all that and we're just really tunnel vision now on, on, on Galway yeah, like I suppose Galway have a lot of threats and I think everybody here has been saying today how kind of a similar squad you are, like, you know, young, young squad and guys who are hungry to, to take that step for the first time. Um, are they are they an exciting proposition to kind of get into from your point of view as a defender? Yeah, 100%. There's a, they have a lot of really good forwards, so it's going to be a huge challenge to get over them. Uh, it'll be a huge challenge for our defensive unit to get on top of their forwards. Um which is a good thing. Like you, it's going to be a good tight battle, like a good game. Like it's going to be, it's going to be tit for tat. So uh, they're the games you want to be in. Um, all we want is to be a one point the, the right side of it at the end. So whichever way it goes, look if if Galway forwards get on top of us, but somehow we win by a point, we're happy with that. Like you know, so it'll uh, it'll be it'll be a big one. Hopefully, you'll be holding a, a, not a, a, t- a tinfoil uh, Sam McGuire at the end of Please, God, a real one. No, hopefully, we'll be. Next to the, the <laughs> yeah, please, God, no. Please, God, we'll get over the line. Yeah. Perfect. Thanks, man. Thank you. No better. All right, that is Kerry centre back Ty Morley speaking ahead of the All Ireland final with Galway, the All Ireland football final. Um, uh, Aidan was down chatting to some of the Kerry players during the week at the Glen Eagle Hotel in Killarney, and he was also chatting to Shane Ryan ahead of Kerry's final. Right, Shane, I suppose I was just saying to Ty Morley there about his first All Ireland experience as a supporter. Can you remember your yours? Um, probably the 04 All Ireland final. I think that uh, we played Mayo. Don't remember too much of it. What age was I? Was probably about eight, eight years of age. Um, but the and the homecoming, they always stopping at more first, which is which is my hometown. Um, and that's probably my my abiding memory is the, the bit of a buzz there, the lads up in the truck and things, and you know we idolising every fella that was on on top of that truck. And I suppose that probably fuels a bit of desire inside to play for carry yourself. Yeah, and I suppose a, a man that was on the truck is involved with you in, in Dermot Murphy. Uh, how big an influence is he? And I suppose a Brendan Keeley as well involved with you. And how important are they for, to fall back on? I suppose for for experience and, and advice. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, I mean, from a personal point of view, I suppose it's nice to have um, a few involved in the goalkeeper union um, inside. But look, they're on a serious note. They're they're great for advice and. I suppose because they've been there, done that before, the two of them, um, you're inclined to take their advice on board even more, you know. Um, I'm probably my, my fourth year now, and while I played in a couple of a couple of games, um, the lads have far more experience than me, and you know, I'm, I'm sure if, if I have any questions, that they're always they're always there. I suppose coming to the end of that game on Sunday, like there was a lot of pressure on you, like in the last couple of minutes, and to come up with that that kick out was a brain that you got it to like you know in a clutch moment like that. Um, how, I suppose how do you kind of just settle yourself there, just to try take the emotion out of the situation and and try find one of the guys in the best position? Yeah, I suppose experience probably teaches you that. Um, the more times you put in that situation, you know whether that be. Uh, um, 
you know a national league game or, or, or championship game the more times you're in there I suppose the, the easier it is to um, to, to perform and, uh, and do the right thing but look all I'm thinking about is, is my next job what do I need to do uh, you try to take the you know the, the pressure and the the crowd uh, out of the game as best you can and try focusing your job I suppose I, I said I'd ask you what was you said to Shawnee there when you ran up to him I'd say whole pile because he fancied it and as soon as I knew he fancied it I was um, I, I, I was sure he's going to have a good crack and uh, thankfully went over Do you have a good view of it or are you trying to run back or for yeah you? I was probably standing on around 45 and when I left the boot I was just waiting the whole way over and um, look at yeah, to put us in the position we want to be which is another in final I suppose uh, we were talking to just some of the coaches there and obviously with the build up there's not a lot of chances to get on the pitch like as you know recovery and everything how much work is do you have to do kind of looking at video and stuff like that for your kickouts like come come Galway and Sunday week yeah look when you're on the field um, over the next whatever 10 days um, it's probably quality over quantity really at this stage you know there's not going to be significant improvements in fitness or anything like that you just want to make sure what you do do is of, of good quality and um, yeah look you'll be looking at video and you'll be looking back at, at Galway's previous games and look we're under no illusions we have, we have a huge challenge and we know our performance needs to be at the highest level um, to, to, to win Sunday week the whole influence of Jack O'Connor and maybe you know his backroom setup, you know, after near misses, I suppose the previous two years, right from the outset this year, there seems to be in a sense about winning, you know, and that winning mentality has been very evident. Grad Cup, right through the National Football League, and now, you know, you're in an All Ireland final. Yeah, look, when, when you're when you're playing with Kerry, I suppose you go to win every single game and every single competition you're in, and sometimes that works out and sometimes it doesn't. But look, we're in a we're in a good vein of form this year. Um, it's been a great year so far, but look, we're very conscious that um, the most important step is to come, and that's what we're focusing on. And the influence of Paddy Talley, you know, um, people have, have spoken a lot that he's brought a certain meanness to the to the defence. Yeah, Teddy's or P- Paddy Talley's been very um, very enjoyable to to work with. You know, it's someone someone I haven't uh, worked with before, and he's come down and. Uh, we welcomed him as a, as one of our own in, in Kerry, and um, look, he's brought a great intensity to our to our training, and he's been um, he's been brilliant for us. So we're just hoping that um, that um, his influence will 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 come to fruition again in, uh, against Galway. And, and players who played played with him previously, worked with him, has pointed his drills. You know, some of his drills, cutting edge drills, and he's always kind of thinking outside the box. Yeah, Paddy's a very intelligent um, individual, and look, wh- whether that be he's instructing the training field or having conversations with him off the field. Um, you're always learning from him, and look, Paddy is part of a of a huge backroom team that we have that are all putting their shoulder to the wheel to make sure that we as an in individuals and, and and we as a collective uh, perform on championship day. There was probably a sense of nervousness going into the Mayo game because people might have felt you weren't battle hardened, but you got over that test, then stepped up again against Dublin. How much more improvement do you think is in the team? Because maybe you didn't close out that game maybe as you'd have wanted against Dublin yeah it's probably it's probably a fair enough assessment um, but look when we were conscious like Dublin are, are a serious championship side and there was nothing going to be got easy against them and we could see it come down the home straight we were put to the pin of our collar and look Galway have come through um, Galway have come through four tough games themselves and you know you, you don't get to an All-Ireland final without performing and um, you know they have some they have some really really um, good players all over the field so you know we're going to have to focus in on that and focus in on their, on, on their strengths and, and hopefully be ready to go then and you spoke about the train stopping in Rathmore famous nights you know the bonfires blazing in the past who would have been your hero growing up uh, 
Yeah, I suppose the the, the local guys, the three, yeah, the, the many Tom Sullivan, Declan O'Keefe, probably, and the Kerry scene when when I was growing up, and no, you know, you idolised them around the place. You'd see them above in Rabig playing Rapmore, or you'd see them around the around the streets of Clarny, or you'd see them around the village in Rapmore, and you know, I suppose the GA is very special there, and that um, the heroes are local, you know, and then you have probably more access to, to them than you do in any other sport in the world. And um, look, those are fellas that I um, that I looked up to, and, and those are fellas that I that I took my inspiration from. All right, tomorrow afternoon is when it all takes place. The All-Ireland football final. Big, big game for Kerry. And we heard from the Kerry camp there. A few of the players. It is, of course, Galway taking on Kerry in Croke Park. A 3.30pm throw-in for the All-Ireland football final tomorrow in Croker. And reaction to that on the big red bench here then tomorrow evening from 6pm it'll be Rory in the hot seat tomorrow evening that is pretty much it for me for tonight uh, well done again to uh, Cork in the Camogie winning against Waterford 15 points to 10 the final score a good good win for the Rebels up in Croke Park this afternoon and they are in to the All-Ireland Senior Camogie Final. They'll be play, playing um, in that in a couple of weeks' time, so we wish them all the best. That is it for me for this evening. Back with you uh, tomorrow. I will chat to you tomorrow live from the Pride in the Park event at Fitzgerald's Park as Cork Pride, L- LGBT Cork Pride Plus Festival gets underway and uh, it's going to be a fun afternoon down there and Red FM are proud media partners for that. So more on that uh, tomorrow here on Cork's Red FM. Stevie G, he's on the way. He's got to kick off your Saturday night.